In this episode, we hear how three photographs from the RNLI's archive have been brought to life with colour. Follow the link in the show notes where you can see the remarkable images being described in this episode of 200 Voices. I'm David Constant. I'm uh, the artwork manager, which is in the fundraising, marketing and media team, the RNLI, based in Poole. The project that we've been working on recently is effectively the second part of a project which we started about three years ago, which was recoloring uh, a set of images from the uh, archive, the, the huge RNI archive. And there was a fundraising event, and we were asked if we could recolor some old black and white photographs. And we started to do them, and everybody got very excited when they saw the images, how they were, and some of them were in not very good state. They needed a lot of work to start off with cleaning them up. But as we colored them, it just changed everything and they really came to life. And we were asked to do a second batch this year for the 200th anniversary. One only has to look on social media and everybody is coloring images, sometimes brilliantly, sometimes not so well. It's, I think, a thing that has to be kept in mind is that you're never going to, or very, it's very difficult to fool somebody into thinking that it is a new photograph. It's been newly taken. And the reasons for that is just the, the tonality, uh, the contrast of the images, what people are wearing, the hairstyles, all those things. So one has to look at it. I mean, you, you can recognize generally a, a colored in image, but I think you can relate more to the images when they're in color. We do them by hand. It's a uh, quite a laborious process. Um, we start off with the image and they come in with all sorts of, you know, although they're black and white, they come with all sorts of different colors, you know, different hues, some are a bit yellowy, some are a bit pink, some are absolutely everything. So the first thing to do is we look at these images and we have to clean them up. And we also have to think, is this image, is it possible to do anything with this image? Because if you're looking at the very, very early photography, there's, there's very little detail in there. It's really black and white. The contrast is such that you can't really work with it. Then we have to clean it up, effectively restore it. And then it's a case of adding lots of layers of colors. And we use a, a software called Photoshop. And within that, so you're looking at layers of color, but also how those different layers of color interact with one another. And that way you build up slowly and slowly and slowly and slowly to get to the thing. Some things are easier than others. Uh, for example, um, flesh tones are tricky. They can be very difficult. And for some reason, yellows. Are, so particularly when you're looking at crew kit, the old yellow oil skins, they're actually quite difficult to do. The first photograph is probably the most famous color, uh, one that we've recolored. And it's a photograph, uh, and a lot of people may have seen it because we've used it in uh, leaflets and posters and all sorts of things. And it's a photograph that was taken at Trafalgar Square uh, about 100 years ago. So it was taken on the 20th of May, 1924 for the, uh, the RNLI centenary celebrations. And it's a remarkable photograph in many ways. 
to start off with, it's very clear and very sharp for a photograph of its era, which made it very made it a lot easier for us to go in and do the colouring. There are many, many people in it. Of course, all the men are wearing hats. We know about the people on the boat. So effectively, they, they took a lifeboat and they would have, I guess by horse, they would have taken it to Trafalgar Square as a fundraising event. The boat, we know about the boat. Um, it was an actual lifeboat. It's not a model. And you can see the excitement on the people being there, excited to see the lifeboat and donating money in what were then the old uh, boat-shaped collection boxes. And sitting on that boat is a little girl and the eyes drawn to that thing. It's a remarkable photograph compositionally, but also historically. We know that the three coxswains on the boat were decorated. Uh, They'd all been awarded the silver medal, which is obviously quite something. And I believe that £5,675 was raised on that day, and which is the equivalent of about £250,000 in one day. Um, that is absolutely amazing. It's a stunning photograph and you can spend a lot of time looking at all the faces, looking at the excitement. And very often you see people who you actually know, they actually look. One of them looks like a, a, a friend of mine, Oliver, for example. Um, but we did that... That was a very large image, and we, which I worked on, and one has to also give credit to Neil Matheson, who worked on some of these early photographs, the very talented Neil Matheson. We have a couple more images, which we are the more recent batch that we did. One is of a group of lady launchers uh, pulling in the lifeboat at Hawksley Lifeboat Station in Northumberland, um, which closed in 1939. So we obviously, we know that it's pre-1939. And it's an amazing photograph because I guess not a lot is known by the general public about the lady launchers who would come out and would obviously, you know, they were volunteers and they would get out a long rope and they would pull these, these great big heavy lifeboats onto shore. And also I've seen from other photographs, really anybody who was around would, would join in. There's one photograph where you've got holidaymakers and they're, they're joining in and it's a group effort and they're hauling the lifeboat back to shore. Um, this was very hard work, very dangerous. Um, and this practice sort of largely ended when tractors were introduced in the sort of 1920s and 1930s. But some communities, communities I believe, still relied on women uh, well into the 1960s. And I love this photograph from a compositional point of view, but also it, I think it really represents the RNLI and the ethos, ethos of it, of volunteering and uh, really doing something for, for the community. It has a community spirit. Well, this is a photograph of a chap called Bernard Hamilton, who was a coxswain at Blackrock Lifeboat Station. 
the station operated from 1859 to 1935. And he was coxswain from 1859, so when the lifeboat station opened, to 1907. So he was coxswain for a very, very long time. Uh, he was awarded a silver medal in, in 1886. Uh, he was awarded the silver medal for long and valuable service. Other than that, we don't know a huge amount about him, which is surprising for somebody such an illustrious career. But I love the photograph. I love the pride that you can see on the gentleman's face. Uh, he's obviously very proud of the binoculars, and there is a frame, I would imagine, a, a certificate or a commendation of some sort, which sadly we, we can't read. Um, but the photograph, other than the frame, is, is fairly well detailed. And so it was good fun going in and coloring things. And of course, many of these photographs were taken in front of artificial backgrounds, which I've always thought was quite fun. Um, so he's obviously been, they've decided that the best place for him is in some garden by a, a rock wall. And um, there he is with his binoculars. He was a, he was a, a good example of a medal that uh, when we saw the black and white photograph, we had absolutely no idea what that medal was or what the ribbon was. Uh, could have been a military medal because some crew would wear their military medals as well. But in this case, we were able to go and find out that he was indeed a silver medal. On the fun scale, it's right up there. You know, it's it's uh, it's great fun. It takes time. It's they can be quite labour intensive, but it's never dull because every inch that you work on things start to jump out and you start seeing things that you didn't see originally. So it's certainly, it's certainly great fun. I am Ella Dubroy. I am crew at Chiswick Lifeboat. If you want to hear more stories from the RNLI's 200 Voices collection, then head to rnli.org forward slash 200 voices or subscribe to the RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Two Hundred Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.